Good evening to you all, and welcome to the Sunday edition of Butch on Sports. Simply Butch is here, and as always, thanks for tuning in. Yes, indeed, here. Give you a slither and a slew of sports report that, yes, you can't get enough of. Let's have at it here. The Detroit Lions have been the worst second-half team in the NFL, and it's costed them. Chances to win and being outscored for the last, I don't know how many weeks, 48 to zip in the second half. And this is just in October, boys and girls, the losses to uh, Miami Dolphins, uh, Dallas Cowboys, and also the New England Patriots. Why did I say that name, the New England Patriots? However, today is a different story after firing the defensive coordinator, Pasquale. Ah, the Lions... Seem to get it together there as they win <laughs> a close battle by the final score of 15-9 over the Green Bay Packers. Scoring started off with Jeff Goff uh, passing a short pass to, to Zytra for a one-yard touchdown pass. Uh, penalty of Green Bay's uh, Alexander running into the kicker uh, was enforced to the Green Bay 15. And, yes, it made things a little bit more easier for the Detroit Lions. The replay play officials reviewed the running into the kicker ruling. And, yes, the play was upheld. Uh, Green Bay contested. They lose a timeout, but that was the first half. And the ruling stand on the field. A two-point conversion attempt by Williams uh, to the left side end. That attempt was good. The Lions lead 8 to nothing. Uh, it goes up to the third quarter when Aaron Rodgers pass a deep pass to um, Lazard for 20 yards. That's a touchdown. Two-point conversion failed. Yes. Um, incomplete to Lazard, by the way, Dave. You just wanted to know there. Uh, Lions were leading at that point 8-6. to six. In the fourth quarter at the 14:56 mark, Jeff Goss passed a short middle pass to Mitchell. Yes, Mitchell, the rookie, for a three uh, tight end at that, boys and girls. Thinking of uh, Hawkins in there. Mitchell came on in there for a three-yard touchdown pass. The kick was good, 15-6, the Lions lead. Crosby's 25-yard field goal was good at the 639 mark there. That made the score 15-9, the Lions still leading. However, the Green Bay Packers made it close. With 42 seconds left, Aaron Rodgers passed an incomplete pass deep to uh, Sammy Watkins. It just was incomplete. Great play by the defensive core of the Detroit Lions, especially the cornerbacks there. Aiden Hutchinson got an interception. Kirby Joseph, also, he got two interceptions there. And by the way, the Lions take on the Bears next week as today Justin Fields broke Michael Vick's record of 173 yards in a game. That's by a quarterback. Fields put up 178 yards rushing. Although Miami wins the game, 35 to 32, so the Bears are going to be a little bit hot under the collar when the Lions visit their home at Soldier Field next Sunday. Yes, the Lions and the Chicago Bears, a good old-fashioned slobber knocker there. Hopefully the Lions defense did come through and win this game for him there as Aaron Glenn got the game ball 
in the Lions locker room today after the win, uh, the um, Green Bay Packers there. A lot of confusion uh, last week as the trade deadline was intimate and uh, Hutchinson. A lot of people disagreed with that particular trade. However, it worked out for Hutchinson today as he got the game ball for the Minnesota Vikings as they won the game, their game today. Um, pretty weird, but it worked out for both sides of the fence there. Uh, the defense was very good. This is the best defensive uh, play this year. Hopefully Aaron Glenn gets better with the defense as they move along. Again, they play the Chicago Bears on next Sunday. By the way, the Detroit Lions announced today that the 83rd annual Thanksgiving Day Classic, yes, on November 24th against the Buffalo Bills, will feature a halftime performance by Grammy nominees singer-songwriter B.B. Reha with special guest DJ David Galti presented by Horizon. I had to say that there. The Detroit Lions Thanksgiving Day Classic will be nationally televised on CBS at 12.30 Eastern Time there. No more daylight saving time there. If you did not swing your clocks back, you're kind of late there. Uh, by the way, B.B. Reha has established herself as one of the music's most sought-after songwriters there. Her arsenal of hits, including Eminem and also Rihanna's chart-topping song, The Monster. If all you've heard. Uh, I got that out of my system there very quickly there. But uh, it should be a good old time with some good old hot music on Thanksgiving Day at Ford Field for that particular game. Okay, all righty now. Let's move on. Georgia is number one in college rankings there, followed by Ohio State. They remain number two after a shaky performance on a rainy day at Northwestern. Of course, Ohio State wins. Michigan surged past Rutgers 52-17. to With a strong performance in the second half, they moved up three some spots there. They are now number three. Of course, Tuesday is another day where ESPN gets in there and puts their two cents in there. Of course, people who look at their program, good luck there. TCU, they remain undefeated with a home win against Texas Tech, and they slid up three spots to number four. Michigan State football. The defense came up big time as eight members of their <laughs> their their team got suspended all last week for them brouhaha in the tunnel at University of Michigan. Uh, they beat uh, number 13 Illinois by a score of 23 to 15. Other scores, Grand Valley State 42, Wayne State 14. Yes, the Lakers are 9-0, 5-0 in the GLIAC. They scored 42 straight points to open up the game. Um, Grand Valley State is something else there. I, I tell you, they, they're a good team. Fair State, by the way, 28, Davenport 7, Michigan Tech 28, Hillsdale 24. Okay. This was some sad news that came up this week there. Uh, some of the greatest uh, plays always are not by receivers and quarterbacks and linemen and all. Uh, 
Some of them are punters, and punters don't get the same level of respect as those, the offensive and the defensive player, but Ray Guy did. He was considered one of the greatest punters ever as he templated the position since he broke in with the Oakland Raiders nearly five decades ago. The award was given for the best punter in uh, college football is the Ray Guy Award, which is telling there. Ray Guy died at the age of 72 years old, according to the NFL and the University of Southern Mississippi, where Ray Guy uh, did his college football at there. He died Thursday morning after a lengthy illness. Uh, our condolences to the Guy family and everyone at Southern Mississippi because they're really on this there. Ray Guy was a doggone good punter, and he set the standard for punters to this day there. Punters do now get respect. Ah. A swing by Yodi Alvarez as the Houston Astros cut down the Philadelphia Phillies in game number six by a score of 4-1 to one to win the 2022 World Series. A big-time duel with Fran Bob Valdez and Philly starter Zach Wheeler turned into the sixth inning when the bats caught up to both of them there. Philly slugger... Um, Kyle Strobert, he's opened up the scoring with a home run in the sixth inning that gave Philly a one to nothing lead off of Valdez. However, with two on base Alvarez, when it came down to the Houston Astros, unloaded on Jose Alvarado, fastball, blasting it way over in center field a long way. It would still be going if it wasn't for the crowd and everything else where it hit. Uh, that put Houston ahead by 3-1. to one. Houston also gets one more insurance run. The final score, 4-1, to one, and the championship of Major League Baseball. They're still partying in Houston. Yes, they are. I, I know they are. To tell you, rain or not, they're still partying. Ah. Speaking of baseball, standout rookie campaign by all outfielder Raleigh Green has been voted the Tiger of the Year by the chapter of Detroit Baseball Writers of America. Green played 93 games for the Tigers after his major league debut in or on, I should say, June 18th. I was there at that particular game. Uh, posting a 2.53 average there with 18 doubles, four triples, and five home runs while driving in 42 runs. The point he joined the big club, a green led Detroit in multi-offensive categories among the players with at least 250 plate appearances. Oh, boy. He got 95 hits, double, triples, walks, as I just told you there, which added up to like 36 there Those with those categories. And I'm talking about doubles, triples, walks, with 36 extra base hits there. That averaged out with an exit velocity of 89.5 miles per hour. In addition to Green playing some doggone good center field there and several times, um, this past major league, uh, he was voted the player of the week and also defensive player of the week several times and also uh, standard on ESPN's top 10 there. So congratulations to Riley Green of the Detroit Tigers. Hope they get some more young kids out there who can 
bring up the velocity of the Detroit Tigers. They look very bad indeed. Uh, <clears throat> this story has not been um, finalized by the Detroit Tigers, but Evan Preso of the Detroit Free Press reported that the Detroit Tigers have added to their Major League coaching staff. Iowa's pitching coach, Robin Lure has been hired as an assistant pitching coach with sources of knowledge of the situation was confirmed by the free press. He's going to play a key role in sports science and the biochemistry aspect of the pitching department. As you know, the Tigers had a slew of pitchers injured, not able to perform this year. And I've mentioned on several occasions there, either training or somewhat some type of training for the Tigers pitching staff had to improve. Um, seemed like Scott Harris is on that front and center. He knows that has to happen. So they bring in a specialist who's science in pitching situations and also pitching um, strengths and whatnot. Hopefully that helps the Tigers out in their pitching woes because it was a pile of crap. Moving on to some high school football there, Jeremy Crowell, who guided uh, Bellevue last season to a Michigan high school football Division I state championship, has been suspended by the school. We just got that information this past Thursday. Crowell was under investigation by the Michigan High School Athletic Association for possible undue influence violations there. I'll tell you what that means in a minute. He did not coach last week as the undefeated Tigers district uh, semifinals over Woodhaven and yes, he won. He did not coach Friday in the district finals against the Ling, which, by the way, Bellevue did win. He is suspended pending investigation by Bellevue's athletic director John, Joe Brody. He said investigation was and sending what I find to the Michigan State or the MS. H-A-A. He, he didn't know if they were going to do anything at the end, but he's taking the, the time to care. Right now, Crowell is, is most likely, most likely um, suspended because, as you know, there is school of choices there, and when it comes down to recruiting high school players, there are some do's and don'ts. Um, including uh, uh, riding uh, players to certain camps and whatever may be and participation of those particulars. Uh, certain things coaches can and cannot do during the off season to kind of buff up um, uh, training for football players or any athletes for that particular matter. And they feel that Crowell right now is responsible and guilty of that particular findings there. So, uh, We'll keep our ears open for what's going to happen to Crowell down the near past or in the future there. In the meanwhile, um, Bellevue is in the regionals there of football, of the 11 players divisions there. I'm going to give you the division and the regions. <laughs> I messed it up last week there when I said division, when I should have said district. But the districts are done. The winners have been granted. Here are the the, the matchups for these particulars. In Division One, Region One, Grand Ledge against Caledonia, uh, Region Two, Rochester and 
Adams against Clarkston Region 3, Novi, Detroit Catholic Central against Bellevue. That's going to be a very good doggone game at Bellevue. And Region 4, Cass Tech against Macomb, Dakota. That's going to be also a good game. In Division 2, Region 1, we will see that East Lansing at Grand Rapids, Forest Hill Central. Region 2 is Midland against Dexter, Region 3, Birmingham Groves at uh, Livonia Franklin, and Region 4, Harrison Township, Annis Cruz at Warren D. LaSalle. That ought to be a tongue twister for you there, but that's going to be a good game as well. In Division 3, Region 1, DeWitt at Linden, Region 2, Zealand West at Muskegon, Region 3, Mason at Trenton, and Region 4, Birmingham Brother Rice at Detroit, Martin Luther King. That's going to be a big-time game as well. Division 4, Region 1 will be Whitehall at Grand Rapids South Christian. Region 2, Hastings at Edwardsburg. Region 3, Orchard St. Mary's. Orchard Lake St. Mary's, I should say, against Goodrich. And Region 4, Deborah Divine Child at Riverview. Uh, that'll be the game I'll be uh I'll be at and checking out there. Region 5, these are the following on Region 1, or Division 5, I should say. I don't want to make that mistake again. Division 5, Region 1, Gladwin at Muskegon Oak Ridge. Region 2, Portland at Grand Rapids Catholic Central. Region 3, Flint Hamity at Frankenmoot. And Region 4, Birmingham, Detroit Country Day at Flat Rock. Re, uh, Division 6, they'll go to Region 1. Nagalani at uh, Gladstone. Region 2, Milliton at Reed City. Region 3, Cav, uh, Lansing Catholic at Grand Rapids West Catholic. And Region 4, Warren, Michigan Catholic at Clinton, okay, or versus Clinton. That will be a Clinton home game uh, at a field close to them there. Re, um, here we go with the Region 1 in Division number 7. Ithaca against uh, Traverse City, St. Francis, Region 2. Eaton, Pigeon Bay, Port at New Lockruff there. Region 3 is Lawton against uh, Jackson Loomis Christian. And Region 4, Napoleon against Monroe, St. Catholic Central there. St. Mary's Catholic Central. Division 8, Region 1. Evat against Iron Mountain. Region 2 is Fowler against Ubley. Region 3, White Pigeon against Ottawa Lake Whitfield. Or Whitefield, I should say. And Region 4, Sterling Heights Parkway against Clarkston Everest. Now, the eight players are in the semifinals. Division 1 is Merritt at Musling. Brown at Martin. Those are the two games in Division One semifinals. The winners of those semifinals will be playing in the finals. In Division Two, Powell North Central at Marion and Maurice against Melton. Those are the lineups and the places that you'll be seeing football being played 
And it's getting close to that particular weekend, uh, Thanksgiving Day weekend there, where they'll be playing at Ford Field pretty soon there. So check out your regionals, check out your divisional, and eight-player, I should say, eight-player semifinals. Um, Do support those kids. If you're in the area, go check out the football game. Be peaceful. Be nice. Um, Hey, those kids uh, do a whole heck of a lot there to do their thing. Um, we did not get the finals all locked in for cross country and some other things that happened this weekend, late this weekend. Uh, those scores and finals did not come in in time for us this, to do it on this show. What we will do, we will, um, post them or I will talk about them on Wednesday show of those particulars. In um, those particular sports, cross country, I do believe uh, girls swimming and diving, as well as some other things. That what a this is the first week of volleyball as well. There the, the districts, so they'll be continuing going on. We'll update all that on Wednesday. Finally, Tiger Woods officially has an event on his schedule. The 15-time major champion will team on up with Roy McEnroe to take on Justin Thomas and Jordan Speed in the latest edition of the match. It's normally during the uh, Christmas holiday season. Uh, it was first reported by the Friday. Uh, I don't know what the Friday is, but it should be a, a reputable. Edition of some reading there and also Golf Digest, which I had to check that out with Golf Digest and they did confirm it. The seven uh, uh, match of the match is going to be held on December the 10th at Pelican Golf Course in Bel Air, Florida, Florida, and feature a 12 home exhibition. Expected to start at 7 o'clock. It will be played under the lights. I have not gotten the particular station that you're probably watching on, but nine times out of ten, either TBS or TNT is going to cover that particular. I could be wrong, but nine times out of ten, the last six that's been covered by uh, the Turner Broadcasting Network there. So we'll see what happened there. That is it, the Detroit. Oh, by the way here, right now we got the Detroit Red Wings in the second period. They're both tied with the uh, New York Rangers by a score. Two to two, that's going on in the second period with seven minutes and 37 seconds remaining in that particular. Uh, They had a five o'clock start. Uh, We're around about uh, almost about 630, uh, 624 to be exact when we're doing this show here. But you got time to watch the third period and the rest of the second if you're at home doing your thing because in about mm, I give it a give or take about five or ten minutes this will be posted on the on the um Facebook account and also on Potomatic.com. Uh this is it for me today on the Sunday edition of Butcher on Sports. Uh Butcher on Sports is a presentation of Old My Darling Productions. You can check out Butcher on Sports on Facebook as I just said always on Facebook Look at Butch Davis' account and also Butch on Sports. I will post those particulars there. And also, by the way, also, you can go to the homepage uh, at Butch on Sports. 
or at uh, Podomatic.com. Just type in S-I-M-P-L-Y-B-U-T-C-H-T-O-O dot Podomatic.com. You can also go to thegamesportshow.com and get that as well. Again, we have no uh, readings or no official yet on the Monday show of the game. Hopefully, we can get that down to the wire this week here where I can have an announcement either Wednesday or next Sunday at the latest there of what we'll be doing. And I'm quite sure Sunday we'll give you the heads up on how we're going to go about doing things for the game sports show that you, a show that you always enjoyed. Again, our captain of the ship, Scott Nason, passed away this past September. Um, and uh, we're trying to get it all together of uh, basically how we're going to deal with that in Sault Ste. Marie and Sault Ste. Marie, Canada. And also all you viewers throughout the state of Michigan and the United States and beyond for that particular show. So uh, stay ahead. Hopefully by next Sunday we'll have some words on how we're going to go about uh, continuing that show. I know it, we want to continue the game sports show. Again, I'm Simply Butch, and hopefully you have a great Sunday and a great beginning of the week. Have a good one, boys and girls. Check you out or check me out on Wednesday and tell a friend.